hey, let's, let's get into the Word of God today. Anyone in the mood to do that? Yeah. Amen. All right, thank you, Hal. I got Hal excited. At least the rest of y'all are looking at me weary. Matter of fact, matter of fact I'm going to tell you this. You, you remember a few weeks ago when I said, I got a sermon with 101 points. Well, today's your lucky day. <laughs> not only that, not only that, it's more like 105 points. Uh, David Lamprecht, uh, he almost had a coronary when he looked, you know, when I put the slides in the folder on, on Dropbox. He called, he said, you have 105 slides. I said, yes, I do. You're welcome. <laughs> Amen. Now, now, my beautiful daughter, Sophie's manning the slides for me over there. She already knows how it is. She's not sweating it. Uh, trust me, this is going to go quick. You're going to go, you're going to leave and say, Pastor went through 105 slides and about the course that it normally takes him to preach. This is going to be phenomenal because of the word. I'm not going to preach much today. The word of God's going to preach. Okay. But we are talking about the will of God. God wants you to know what his will is. And, and we have a promise that if we pray anything according to his will, he'll do it for us. So if, if I want my prayer answered, it would be imperative for me to know what his will is concerning my life and concerning every situation in my life. So if I go to his word, we know that his word is his will, right? So what does his word have to say about the situation in my life? And so we've just taken a few, these, these next few weeks and stuff, we've, we've taken a few uh, uh, a, a few topics. Last week, we talked about his will to increase us. He wants us to increase. So we went to the word of God and saw all the ways that he talks about increase. Well, today we're going to talk about what does the word of God have to say about health? Because believe it or not, as, as a preacher, this is 40 years I've been preaching. I was, I was two years old when I started preaching. No, I was actually 12. So you can do the math on that. Uh, uh, 40 years that I've been preaching. And one of the things I get fussed at the most is when I talk about that I believe God for health and for healing. And I've even had, uh, I've even had a seminary student say, just because there's a handful of scriptures about God healing people in the Bible, you're going to make a big deal of it. A handful of scriptures? Man, I got 101 scriptures. <laughs> and that's not all of them, right? I will say this. These are scriptures I prayed over myself for my recovery uh, for my shoulder surgery. On November 3rd, I had uh, my rotator cuff repaired. I was supposed to be uh, in physical therapy up into April. And I told my physical therapist, I said, look, I'm using the word of God to recover. And she was a Christian. I said, so we're going to be ending this early because my God is going to expedite this healing. And she said, okay. And so every time I'd, I'd go in, she goes, what's the word for the day? I'd quote one of these scriptures to her. And sure enough, a month and a half early, the doctor said, yeah, you're good. Dr. Wynn said, man, you look good. So praise God. Everything's amen. Uh, she gave me a few routines to do at the gym. So I'm, I'm continuing. My, me and the Lord are continuing my therapy. So I was released. But it was, it was because I had faith in his word. David and Becca had faith in his word. And they were obedient. And look how God took care of them. $18,000. Wow. But what's that to God? What's money to God? God is good, isn't he? Do you believe it? The Bible says, according to your faith, let it be done to you. So how much faith do you have? Is God good? Is he bicycle good? Because riding a bike is better than having to walk, right? So is he at least good enough to give you a bike? Is he a, good, is he a car good? 
<laughs> now, Tokes says spacecraft. Tokes is like, let me tell you where my faith is. Just give me a spacecraft. <laughs> Amen. But is he car good? Having a car is better than riding a bike necessarily, right? How about a car that works? <laughs> Another way, where, where do you want to stop with the goodness of God? I'm not talking about material things. That's not... That's neither here nor there. God, God, he'll bless you, and you get to enjoy some material things. But material things are fleeting, and they come and go. It's his goodness, and it's his provision. So we're going to talk today about health. Man, after today, this ought to be the healthiest bunch of people. If you really believe the word of God, this ought to be the healthiest bunch of, bunch of people. Sweetie, go ahead and go to my uh, first slide here. Let's talk about this. Hebrews 11 and 6 says this. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. Say, I don't, am I pleasing God? Well, are you trusting him? Oh, not for everything. Well, you're not pleasing him. <laughs> the Bible says, but without faith, you got to trust him. It is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe what? Well, you got to believe that he is, right? you got to believe that he exists. That makes sense. But it says, and. Everyone say, And. You have to believe something about his character. Well, what's that? He is what? A rewarder of those who diligently seek him. If you are truly seeking God in your life, you're truly trying to walk according to God. You say, well, I'm not perfect. Well, praise God for grace. <laughs> praise God. None of us are perfect in this room. Starting with me. On down. We're all flawed. But, hey, we're trying. Every day we're trying to be more and more like him. And if you're walking according to his word, well, guess what? In seeking him then you have to believe he is a rewarder. He has a reward for you. He's got something good for you. He's a good God. I know that interferes with some people's theology. Some people get mad about that. They want God to be mad. No, God's not supposed to like me. I've got to earn his love. I've got to work. I've got to work to get his favor. I, you know, don't take away that from me. If God's not mad at me, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't understand that theology. But some folks are like that. Let's see what else the Bible says about that. Matter of fact, Psalm 84 says this. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. What a beautiful God we have, right? <laughs> Psalm 34.10. Those who seek the Lord, what? Shall not lack any good thing. If you're seeking him, if you're doing your best just to walk in faith, to understand him, to just have fellowship with him, guess what? You're not going to lack a thing, right? James 1.17, every good and perfect, every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. It sounds like a pretty awesome God to me. Sounds like a God I would love to serve. Why? Because it means he's going to take care of me, right? So let's, let's go to the next one. So his reward, he has a reward, and it's his will to give you that reward. So his reward is his will, right? And his will is his word. So if I go to his word and I claim his word for my life, I know I can get his reward for whatever it is. So I have health. I want to be healthy all the days of my life. He knows the number of my days. He knows the number of your days. Why not walk in that health that he provides for us? I know there are going to be times we live in a fallen world. There's going to be times that that fallen world tries to get a hold of us. And yet there are going to be times that we just got to claim the word. You know? Uh, man, as soon as I start getting the sniffles, I start claiming the word of God over me. Nope, you have no right over me. You have no bearing over me. Get off of me. Matter of fact, let's, let's go to the next scripture. Here, this is a scripture we've been concentrating on for a while. 1 John 5, 14, 15. Now, this is the confidence. Another word for confidence is faith. Or trust, right? 
Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask, what? Anything according to his will, he hears us. So, will God answer my prayer? If it's according to his will, it says he will. And if we know that he hears us, then whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Not that we know we will have, but we know that we have. You know what's ironic about uh, David and Becca didn't mention this, but when they were talking to me, the, the person that called Becca and said, God wanted me to give you $18,000 for a car. God first spoke to her back in January. And so she just was taking her time praying, saying, Whew, are you sure, God? <laughs> right? And so it just took her two months to get a confirmation in her heart that, okay, yeah, God, I'm going to do it. Why? Because I'm sure she's stepping out on faith, whoever this lady was. She asked to remain anonymous. But so in the meantime, while they're saying, God, can you give me a car? We need help. They already had one. See how it works? Now, it eventually manifested in their life. took a couple months. But God took care of them. What was that, Peter? Oh, that's right. Daniel, yeah, he'd been praying when the angel finally showed up. He said, I, I heard you, the Lord heard you 21 days ago. You know, there was just a fight to try to get to you. That's right. All right, next slide. So let's talk about this. His will for health. Y'all ready? I hope you're taking notes. Otherwise, you can take some pictures. Otherwise, don't fear if you're on Slack. Another reason. It's a shameless plug for our little app that we use, Slack. Make sure you sign up on Slack because what I will do this week all my notes on God's will, including all of these, will be uh, put out on Slack where you can have them for yourself. Amen? Is that a deal? Uh, I can't take credit for all this. I wish I could. But Pastor Keith Moore is who discovered it. But I think he snuck in my room and found my notes and then stole it. Uh, I'm going to go with that story. Uh, Pastor Keith Moore, who pastors uh, Faith Life Church in Branson, Missouri, uh, I've received quite a bit for, from his teachings, and uh, before I went into surgery, I discovered uh, uh, his writings on this, and man, it, it's, it's been powerful in my life, and I want to share it with you, and if, if you showed up today wondering or doubting if God wants you healthy or healed or well, or in well-being, and I, that's not just physically, I believe it's mentally, emotionally, spiritually, however, whatever you need healing from, to be put back together. It's his will, and it's his word. And if you want to debate me on it, I'm not going to debate. You can just read this, okay? God said so. How do we know whether it's God's will to heal us or not? It makes little difference what others say about it. What did he say about it? That's why I love the fact God has put a lot of medical folk in this. You know, for us to be a small congregation, we got, we got doctors who attend. We got nurses who attend. That's a blessing. Why? Because they're, they're servants of the Lord. Say, well, why did, if you believe in healing, why didn't God just come out and heal your, heal your shoulder, heal your uh, rotator cuff? Well, I've seen him do stuff like that before. But he did. He used one of his servants, Dr. Wynn, who did a wonderful job. And had he not, sometimes he used the, uses the natural, sometimes he uses, uses the supernatural. I do know this. Had he not 
had he gone off and just hauled off and healed me miraculously, which I would have praised him for, but we would have missed out on the miracle of all my medical needs being provided for supernaturally that I got to share with you. You know, we would have missed out on the miracle of the people I got to minister to when I went, went to uh, therapy twice a week. There's a whole lot of stuff that we would have missed out on or I would have missed out on. So I just trust the journey that he put me on. Regardless, I'm healed today. That don't hurt one bit. <laughs> My wife had me in the front yard doing yard work yesterday. I may have, maybe I should have told God to like, just take your time on this healing a little bit, right? <laughs> she said, ooh, you're healed. I got a job for you. Come here. <laughs> Remember that God is no respecter of persons. Acts 10.34 says that. And he never changes. Malachi 6. So what he said to them yesterday, he is saying to you today. God's word is God speaking to us. Amen? So these statements are taken directly from the Bible with little or no variation. The verbs and con construction have been changed to apply to you personally and to sum up the thoughts in some instances. Also, many of these statements are prefaced by phrases like, if you walk in my commandments, if you believe and obey, right? We've been talking about that quite a bit. How do you walk in his covenant promises? You, you trust him and you do what he says to do, which is obey his word, right? Amen? So, all right, we ready for this? Y'all sure? Y'all going to be so impressed? There's 101 scriptures that God says to you. Let the word of God preach today. All right, let's go to this first slide. So we need to just go with my time. I am the Lord that healeth thee. Go to the next. Your days shall be 120 years. Say, really? 120 years? Hey, I know, I know two preachers that are believing for that right now. And they're walking in incredible health. One is 87 years old, and he gets around better than all of us. Say, so are they going to make it? I don't know. God knows the number of their days, but why not believe for it? You shall be buried in a good old age. So those of you who are frightened for your life right now, look, claim these. You shall come to your grave in a full age like a shock of corn cometh in his season. When I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. I will take sickness away from the midst of you, and the number of your days I will fulfill. I mean, y'all yeah, can say amen if you want. That's all right. Y'all should have heard the folks on Wednesday Night Alpha Faith. We went through these, man. We were... Praising God for this stuff. I will not put any of the diseases you are afraid of on you, but I will take away all sickness away from you. It will be well with you, and your days shall be multiplied and prolonged as the days of heaven upon the earth. I turn the curse into a blessing unto you because I loved you. I have redeemed you from every sickness and every plague. As your days, so shall your strength be. Amen. Someone better say amen to that because I know some of y'all worried about getting old. The Bible says, look, the older you get, the stronger you're going to be. We gotta, we're going to have some strong people. Amen. And I'm one of them. Trust me. I have found a ransom for you. 
Your flesh shall be fresher than a child's, and you shall return to the days of your youth. Woo, we're going to have some people walking in faith with some good, good complexion around here. I have healed you and brought up your soul from the grave. I have kept you alive from going down into the pit. I will give you strength and bless you with peace. I will preserve you and keep you alive. I will strengthen you upon the bed of languishing. I will turn all your bed in your sickness. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing what? So Lord, let, let faith arise in this building today. I am the health of your countenance and your God. No plague shall come near your dwelling. I will satisfy you with long life. I will heal all your diseases. I sent my word and healed you and delivered you from your destructions. You shall not die, but live and declare my works. I heal your broken heart and bind up your wounds. The years of your life shall be many. Trusting me brings health to your navel and marrow to your bones. See, those of you who've got a little pudge, don't worry. You're just trusting God. That's all I'm saying. No, in all honesty, when the Lord blesses you financially, you've got to be good stewards of those finances, right? Oh, when he blesses you physically, we need to be good stewards of our body. We need to take care of our body. You know, a lot of folks will say, Lord, heal me of high blood pressure. And then they get mad because God said, okay, don't eat so much salt. Or God, heal me of these diabetes. All right, well, avoid sugars and carbohydrates. Concentrate on fats and proteins. Hmm? In other words, let's take care of ourselves, but let's also trust God, right? My words are life to you and health, or it's translated medicine, to all your flesh. Woo, the word of God is some good medicine. My report makes your bones fat. I like that Tokes was talking about this on Wednesday night. He said that when he goes to the doctor, he was getting irritated because they were like, when's the last time you fell? He said, well, what? Why do you ask me that all the time? Well, the older you get, they say the thinner your bones get, so they're worried about falling. But the Word of God says that his report makes your bones fat. Amen? Claim that. Claim that. My pleasant words are sweet to your soul and health to your bones. My joy is your strength. A merry heart does good like medicine. The eyes of the blind shall be opened. The eyes of them that see shall not be dim. Now this, I, I've prayed for, I prayed for a lady one time. Uh, we were having an incredible service. There was an altar call and, and uh, the Lord said there was a lady who had not been at church for almost nine or ten months. And when she came in, she was blind. I said, what happened to her? Her daughter said she, she's been diagnosed with Lyme disease. We don't know if she got bit by a tick or what, but it took her eyesight. And, and I said, so she, how long is she? About, about nine, ten months. That's why we hadn't been here. So in the middle of service, it was during, well, actually during altar call, the Lord said, I want you to go pray for her. I said, what do you want me to pray for? He said, I want you to go pray, that, pray for her eyes to be healed. And I said, what? That's like Bible, that's biblical portion type healing. 
And he said, yeah, <laughs> go do it. All right, so we went. I said, do you believe that Jesus can heal your eyesight? And she said, yeah. And I began to pray for her, right? And, and the more I prayed for her, she started blinking. Her eyes were watering. Her eyes were grayed out. She was uh, Latino, so she had brown eyes, but they were grayed out. She started blinking like something, like she had dust or dirt or something. And she started blinking, and, and she was looking around at the praise team. I said, what do you see? She said, I see a bunch of trees moving around. I said, oh, we're on to something. Because you remember Jesus went to heal the blind man. He said, what do you see? He goes, I see men walking around like trees. So we kept praying. And before long, she opened her eyes, and her eyes were brown. And she looked up, and she said, she laughed. She said, I can see. And then she looked at me, and she said, Pastor Dave, you've aged. I said, what? Let me lay hands on you again. We are not healed all the way. But she turned around. She saw her daughter for the first time in 10 months, and she began to cry. She said, oh, she said, look at you. You've grown up so much. And she was healed. And I could, I could tell you who she is now. You know, it's a, 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 I don't know where she's living now. It's been a lot of years since I've seen her. But, but this, this word is true. Uh, Isaiah 32 is true. The ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. The ears of them that hear shall hearken. The tongue of the mute shall sing. The tongue of the stammer shall be ready to speak plainly. The lame shall leap as a heart. I will recover you and make you live. I am ready to save you. I give power to the faint. I increase strength to them that have no might. I will renew your strength. I will strengthen and help you. To your old age and gray hairs, I will carry you and I will deliver you. You can tell you've been carrying me a lot. I bore your sickness. I carried your pains. Mm. I was put to sickness for you. With my stripes, you are healed. I will heal you. Your light shall break forth as the morning, and your health shall spring forth speedily. I will restore health unto you, and I will heal you of your wounds, saith the Lord. If there's anyone here that needs healing in your body, just begin to receive it. You don't even need anyone to... You know, we don't have to have a big altar call. We don't have to have a big show of anything. Just believe his word. Trust him. Behold, I will bring it health and cure, and I will cure you and will reveal unto you the abundance of peace and truth. I will bind up that which was broken and will strengthen that which was sick. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live, and I shall put my spirit in you, and you shall live. Whithersoever the rivers shall come, shall, uh, shall live. They shall be healed, and everything shall live where the river comes. Seek me, and you shall live. I have arisen with healing in my wings, or it's also translated beams. So God has risen with beams of healing. Amen. Y'all all right? Look at that. You made it through 50. I read 50 scriptures. I just gave you 50 points. And it was pretty painless, wasn't it? All right. Hey, we're on to the New Testament. That was just the Old Testament. And if that hadn't convinced you yet of God's opinion and his will for your health and healing, let's look at the New Testament. 
Matthew 8, 3. I will, I will be thou clean. It is my will. Be thou clean. I took your infirmities. I bore your sickness. If you are sick, you need a physician. I am the Lord, your physician. I am moved with compassion toward the sick, and I heal them. I heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. According to your faith, be it unto you. There it is. Amen. I give you power and authority over all unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. And I get an amen from Tokes, and I get an amen from Peter on that. And y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I heal them all. If you don't know what, what we're talking about, you need to come to Men's Bible Study. I heal them all. As many as touch me are made perfectly whole. Healing is the children's bread. I do all things well. I make the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. When hands are laid on you, you shall recover. My anointing heals the brokenhearted and delivers the captives. Recovers sight to the blind and sets at liberty those that are bruised. I heal all those who have need of healing. I am not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. Behold, I give the authority over all the enemy's power, and the nothing shall by any means hurt you. Sickness is satanic bondage, and you ought to be loose today. Ooh, now, I know that may offend some folk, but in Luke chapter 13, there was a woman. Jesus said, is it right for this woman to have been for Satan to have her in bondage to this sickness for all these years? And he healed her. He called, the, he, told, he called the sickness satanic bondage. In me is life. I am the bread of life. I give you life. The words I speak unto you are spirit and life. I, come, I am come that you, may, you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. I am the resurrection and the life. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Faith in my name makes you strong and gives you perfect soundness. I stretch forth my hand to heal. I, Jesus Christ, make you whole. I do good and heal all that are oppressed of the devil. My power causes diseases to depart from you. The law of the spirit of life in me has made me free from the law of sin and death. The same spirit that raised me from the dead now lives in you, and that spirit will quicken your mortal body. Your body is a member of me. Ooh, think about that. We talk about we are the body of Christ. That means your body is part of his body. Amen? Your body is the temple of my spirit, and you're to glorify me in your body. 
if you'll rightly discern my body, which was broken for you, and judge yourself, you'll not be judged, and you'll not be weak, sickly, or die prematurely. This is Paul talking to uh, the church at Corinth. He, he basically was saying, some of you are dying early. He said, you're getting together to do the Lord's dinner, the Lord's supper. And, and you don't even know what you're doing. You're just making it a social event. He said, matter of fact, some of you guys are getting drunk off of it. And he said, he said, because you don't even know what you're doing, you're not understanding what it means. And you're not taking advantage of the promises. When we, We're going to do communion here uh, at the conclusion of all this. And you can understand the broken body of Christ, the shed blood of Jesus. What, is it, what does it mean for us? Everything that we've been reading. It means restoration, salvation, wholeness, health, well-being, healing. These are all things you can claim. There's not anything magical about the crackers and the grape juice that we're going to have. But it's what they represent. And that's how you rightly discern or rightly understand. So that's what this is talking about. Hey, if you, if you rightly discern it, if you understand it, Paul told him, said, some of y'all have died prematurely because you didn't understand what was available to you. So that's what that's talking about. Everyone still good? I have set gifts of healing in my body. My life may be manifest in your mortal flesh. I have delivered you from death. I do deliver you. And if you trust me, I will yet deliver you. I have given you my name and have put all things under your feet. Musicians, if you want to come, y'all can grab you some uh, communion elements on your way up here so that you can partake here in a few moments. Everyone doing all right? Whoo, take a big, deep breath. You made it to number 90. I want it to be well with you, and I want you to live long on the earth. I have delivered you from the authority of darkness. I will deliver you from every evil work. I tasted death for you. I destroyed the devil who had the power of death. I've delivered you from the fear of death and bondage. I wash your body with pure water. Lift up the weak hands and the feeble knees. Don't let that which is lame be turned aside, but rather let me heal it. Let the elders anoint you and pray for you in my name, and I will raise you up. Pray for one another, and I will heal you. You know, it's interesting. I'm going to pause. It's interesting. At one point, the word tells us to confess, confess our faults or our sins to the Lord so that we can be saved. But then it says, confess your faults one to another so that you might be healed. Salvation comes in us being transparent with the Lord. There's something healing and therapeutic that comes when we're able to be transparent with each other. And that's something that we've worked hard in, in this particular body of believers is to provide a safe place to be transparent and to be flawed. And it's okay because God's still building us up. He's still changing us, right? And, and so we're gracious and patient with each other. And, and so I've seen, you know, that's, that's not always, it doesn't always feel safe for, for people. And that's okay. Uh, it's not going to be for everyone. But man, what, what a 
beautiful environment of healing he's, he's established here. By my stripes, you are healed. My divine power has given unto you all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of me. Whosoever will, let him come and take of the water of free life freely. And finally, everyone stand. 101. Beloved, I wish above all things that you may be in health. <laughs> what a wonderful wish from the Word of God. Amen. God's will for you, I hope somebody sees it. It's all throughout the Word of God. His intention for you is wellness, wholeness, health. Sometimes healing doesn't always look the way we think it should look. You know, I've seen, I've seen God, God healed my niece of brain cancer. Like that. Not a trace of brain cancer in her. They, they, she was six years old. They gave her, they gave her two months to live. She's, she's 32 years old now. My mom had leukemia. I thought, there's not a doubt in my mind. God's going to heal her. I was with her when she breathed her last. I say, well, why didn't God heal her? Oh, he healed her. We look at death wrong when it comes to our loved ones, when it comes to believers. If you're a believer in Christ Jesus, death is the greatest victory. But the problem is, is the old adage, everybody wants to go to heaven, nobody wants to die. Right? It's something beautiful, though. The Bible says, precious in the eyes of the Lord are the death of his saints. Man, when she crossed over, she instantly looked 20 years younger when she left that shell that she occupied here. Right? She looked 20 years younger. And I realized in that moment, as much as it was hard to let her go, leukemia leukemia will never touch my mom again high blood pressure will never touch my mom again sorrow and sadness she had grieved the death of my dad and my brother for two years sorrow and sadness will never touch her again and she's alive and well she's just not here did God heal her? absolutely just not in the way he didn't ask my opinion about it <laughs> But she's not gone. She's in my future, just like my dad's in my future. But there is something healing that takes place. Dr. Anthony can tell you about it. He helps a lot of folks when it comes time to cross over. He's a hospice doctor. He understands. Say, well, I'm, I, but I'm struggling with this, or I've got this scar, I've got that. Healing takes place in a lot of different ways. But he uses all things to work for good for those who love him because they trust him I've got some things within my own body I'm still, hey my shoulder's feeling great I'm praying for my knees daily, daily I'm claiming these scriptures, daily claiming these scriptures, why? because the word of God is more real than anything else and his word remains and his word stays steadfast, amen at this time we're going to if, if you will, I've got communion elements on either side of of the room and the wings of the room because there's healing in his wings, right? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, 
But if you will, uh, I know everyone in the middle, if you just want to kind of split up and, and everyone just kind of orderly go and receive your communion elements, come back. You can sit down if you want, but we're going to take communion as a family together today.